The current spoiler warning level is, Crimson. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Crimson. We're going to be talking about a machine and its many, many variants from Gundam Seed Astray. So if you're down with that, you're good to go. Um, I will note Seed Astray and its designs are not particularly relevant to the Seed anime. So if that's uh, if you're like, hey, let's just check out some, some silly Seed manga, uh, you're good to go here too. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks. Welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG. We're here to talk about all your mobile suit pals. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. I'm Dylan. It's bonus episode time. It's bonus episode time. Uh, so we're going to roll on the, the bonus episode table, the spoiler table, right? Yep. Let's okay. See what we get. Okay. My brain is just like, please double over I this week. Really? Is that where you're at? Yeah. Okay, well, let's see what we can do for you. Uh, not that. Alright, what did we get? Cosmic Era. That's fine. I can I can deal with that. And okay. anything anything that has lineages I can deal with. There are just some some things that don't have lineages and that's like, no, I want this to be a long one. Cosmic Era, that's got lineages, baby. It sure does. Alright. Especially the uh a stray blue frame. Okay, there's a lot of blue frames. This is going to be a while. Mm -hmm. um, you said so, you wanted lineage. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're going to get it. Uh, so we're not going to talk about the M1 Astray because honestly, the M1 Astray and its own like show-based variants definitely can be on their own. Mm -hmm. um, and not to mention, we're going to talk about at some point probably, you know, the red frame and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So starting with the MBF P03 Gundam Astray Blue Frame, the Blue Frame is one of uh, the identical uh, Astrays but with a different color frames that was developed using stolen data from Earth Alliance's G Project. Um, so this is uh, this one is designed for testing, you know, like they're all designed for testing different types of equipment basically and such, uh, mm -hmm. which is why they all have like their really weird specialized loadouts. Um, I believe the Blue Frame is the one that is, like, the most, uh, we are just doing, like, weird optional equipment, um, because, you know, like, out of, out of all of them, this, this one has a lot, um, it, before we even get into its upgraded forms. Yeah, yeah, we're, like, just talking about the blue frame, we're going to talk about a lot of forms of the blue frame. Yeah, so. Do, do you like full armor suits? Well, you'll probably like the blue frame, because, okay, so, uh, looking at the mobile suit, we'll start, we'll just look at the base design. So, we've got the classic Astray head, which is just a really cool Gundam head. I always like these heads. The, mm -hmm. you know, the way that they do the vents on, like, the sides of the face is great. I love how pointy they are. The weird V-fin at the front. The giant-ass camera on the, you know, the top of the forehead, as well as on the little mo the mini mohawk it has. Um, just the very pointy chin. Just a great face. Good, good design on the face, I am. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, 
so also uh looking at it though uh moving on down and this this will apply to other astrays i guess we'll have to still do it on their episodes anyway but uh all right so the astray torso is really cool because the astray in general has a very skeletal design um Mm -hmm. but not in a way you would expect because like an ibo right we'll just do a little bit of ibo very basic talk this isn't like high spoilery but i do want to bring it up for comparison because it's hard not to when you're talking about like inner frames on a suit right Mm -hmm. um invisible ones at that Uh, a lot of the frames that we see in that show are very much like structural this doesn't actually feel like structural in the same way like they those feel like a skeleton this does not this feels like like if you look at it like even though you can see through parts of it right and it's definitely like that is like the bottom layer like all that blue though still feels like a tough mobile suit right well it's like it's it's thick (laughs) it's like yeah it's like the ibo suits when you're looking at the frame it looks like you're just looking at the skeleton when you look at the estray's frame it looks like you're looking at like the skin has been removed but there's muscle yeah it looks like muscle right it's more like muscle is the thing that's a great comparison actually so that's how this feels and i i just wanted to bring up that little comparison because like i said it it would be hard to not bring it up just given you know the frames kind of operate on the idea of oh look we have a powerful frame but it's not the same way that we see frames used in other contexts in Gundam, and IBO isn't one of the biggest ways to talk about that. So, anyway. But moving on past the quick little IBO mechanical thing. Uh, yeah, the torso, you've got, like, this black plate over all of the frame on top. Anything that is blue, basically, other than, like, the V-fin, is supposed to be, like, the frame. So you, mm-hmm. ha- you have, like, you know, the-, the way that the armor fits over the chest, it's great, because you can actually tell that it's, like, fitted over something, that, like, all that blue goes together. Um, you got gray, like, Gundam-style torso segments, you've got, like, the cockpit in the middle. Interestingly, you've got, like, a little red hatch at the bottom, like, right below the cockpit. The reason that's interesting is because you would normally expect, like, a little, like, red thing like that to be on the waist, but it's actually more, almost like, you know, where, like, the belly button would be on the mobile Mm -hmm. suit. Uh, just an interesting different placement, even though it's, like, the same idea. Almost looks more like a belt buckle. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at, like, the shoulders, uh, again, you can see, like, all of that frame, and the shoulders are very minimal. They're just, like, two, like, L-shaped bits of metal just bolted, like, forward onto the uh, frame. Um, moving on down, again, the frame as comparison to muscle is great, because as you look at this, it looks like it's got buff biceps. Um... I, I love that about I, I love that about the frames. The thing is also like a lot of the times these get represented in model form, especially like with the um, that one weird one one hundredth line that they did with all like the fancy metal pieces. Uh, high resolution. Mm. Oh uh, yes. They make these look muscular. They look beefy, and I love it. Um, going down to like the forearm again, it's mostly frame, other than you have like some forearm guards on the bottom, uh, and then the hands, which I. I also like the hands on these. The hands have, like, armored white fingers and, like, you know, like, gray segments in between, and I think it makes, like, the details on the hands stand out a lot, the coloring on them. Mm-hmm. Um, going to the waist, the waist is interesting because there is... In a manner of speaking, there's front skirt armor, and the funny thing is, like, it even has, like, you know, like, in Gundam a lot with the front skirt armor, you might have, like, yellow details, like, on, like, the first Gundam and such. This actually kind of has that. Like, it has two little blue pieces bolted onto the front of this skirt armor, quote-unquote. But the armor is also not very substantial. Um, mm-hmm. 
Same with like the sides and the rear. Actually, if I remember right, that side skirt there, that's not even a side skirt. I believe that's the sabers. Right? Oh, no, the sabers are back mounted, right? Uh, the reason I thought they were sabers is because this thing has weird flat sabers, which we will get to. Um, yes. But uh, no, the side skirt's just like a very weird flat piece, uh, you know, rounded. Um, then uh, finally, like going down the legs, uh, you've got, again, a thing I like. Like, if you look at like the thighs, right? You've got all this hefty frame, but then you have armor where it needs to be blocking, like, the thigh thing. Um, mm-hmm. You got some cool knee armor. I like the way the knee armor kind of, you know, when it's the leg is straightened, uh, it just kind of hits into the uh, thigh armor, like, in a way that looks like it fits together. Um, so it just makes, like, a very pleasing-looking structure. Um, you've got some armor on the sides of the legs with some exposed frame, and you've got pretty standard, like, the the ankle you've got ankle armor much like you would expect a Gundam to have but again the way it's implemented is a little bit different it's just like the bare minimum of armor um and then you've got very flat feet incredibly yeah. flat feet um i mean they resemble you know when you're building like an rg or an mg and you have the feet before you put the armor on them because that's basically what they are yeah that's the thing right like even though it's beefy there are parts of the like a lot of this is unarmored Mm-hmm. But it's fine, because it's strong, so it doesn't need armor. <laughs> the whole thing is the frame on it is, like, a, like badass, is the whole thing with all the frames. Um, also, so, real quick on the rear, um, it does have two two rear skirt pieces, as well as... The, the, the back middle of all the skirts on these is, like, this weird, like... Almost like a binder or, like, tail. It's very strange that it has those. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have a good rear shot of the straight blue frame on its page, but... It's they're all the frames are identical, so I was just using the red frame rear as a reference real quick. Um, I it's weird because all of them have that like weird little like it, it's just a weird bit of armor to have, right? Considering well, how unarmored they are, usually. When we talked about it with the gold frame, wasn't it that the backpack can sort of slide down to that? The backpack for certain could, um, things. The backpack slid down to it on the gold frame, but I think that basically, I think that only really applies to the gold frame, right? Mm. Um, because, well, no, oh no, looking at it, the red frame with the flight backpack does do it too, okay. I haven't looked at the other things as much as the gold frame, so I was curious. So that probably applies to some of the future forms I'm imagining on the blue frame. I guess we'll see when we get there. Or, uh, you know, or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's just like, hey, we had this functionality built into all the astrays, and this one doesn't really utilize it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing too, right? Because all of them are very different. And we, the the, the red, gold, and blue are all pretty, you know, similar. But, um, if we start talking about any other strays, things will get weird also. Um, and also, of course, the upgrades will get weird. Um, and yeah, so, other other thing to note, like, you know, this has, like, little thrusters on the back of the legs, as well as, you know, substantial amount of armor on the back of the legs as well. So, okay, that's the blue frame. We've gone over the appearance. Now to go over all the changed appearances, because, okay, so this thing does have Vulcans, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just normal head Vulcans. Igelstellings has... or Stella. Igelstellings. I don't like. I don't like saying it. Uh, <laughs> uh, you have the two beam sabers, and then you have the standard beam rifle that like is the orb beam rifle that all of these use. Okay. Then as we go down, oh, and also it has an anti beam shield. They all use the same anti beam shield design as well at first. Mm-hmm. Um. So. 
we got to talk about different uh different forms of this and so that's where some of the things are going to be a little weird i guess because these are the next weapons launched let's talk about the scale system sure let's do it all right so the scale system this is aquatic armor uh it is called the scale system because apparently this armor uh the additional armor for it is equipped with tiny scales that vibrate and propel the mobile suit through water and also act, act as a makeshift shield against phonon mazers great i okay. don't know what a phonon mazer is i know what a mazer is but i i'm assuming that's their way of getting around beam weapons underwater uh in sea probably sure which to be fair i think the uh i think the zok also has this it's like the thing on the top of the zok's head anyway hmm. um yeah, so this is like a underwater mobility form. You've got a lot of external armor bolted onto this. Uh, so starting with the head, you've got the head has gotten weird. They've removed the the V fin and they've put like a guard for the top two cameras almost. Like it's got like a bubble over them, mm -hmm. like this little yellow bubbled glass. Um, for other immediate changes, you've got uh, you've got a little shield on the left forearm. You've got a torpedo launcher being held by the right arm there. Uh, these are super cavitating torpedoes. That doesn't sound like a pleasant description. I imagine... I've never heard that phrase, though. Super cavitating. Hold on. I'm scared of Googling this, but... Because it sounds like if that's something that happened on a body, that would be bad. Um, super cavitating is designed to initiate a... Cap cavitation bubble at its nose okay so they actually are just high-speed torpedoes okay that makes sense uh i don't think that's correct oh is that not i think what they do is they're built to once they punch into the armor create a bunch of little holes at various spots oh is that what it's gonna do when it hits small small vapor filled cavities okay see because here it injects pressure into the other machine basically I was just looking at this right here, which was talking about, like, super cavitating, like, when you're, you know, oh, hmm. for, like, moving the air around it, too. Like, basically creating an air bubble so that okay, it I'm, also. I'm looking at just the concept page for cavitation. Perhaps that's right in this instance. Perhaps yours uh, is more accurate. Right, okay. Um, weird thing. Anyway, de details on a seed weapon. Um <laughs> It's also got a pair of combat knives you can see strapped to the, uh, looks like they're on the thigh armor on the front there. Just, mm -hmm. I guess, easy access. Um, and then you get some, on the legs, you get some armor. Uh, it's got some armor over the front of the legs, some armor on the sides, like basically two shields bolted to the side. And of course, a very fancy backpack. Uh, the backpack on the top has, like, what looks like a underwater turbine. Um, as well as, you know, it looks very typical of water equipment, basically, like, that you mm -hmm. expect to see on a mobile suit. Um, so yeah, underwater mission pack, yay! It's interesting to me that the, that that torpedo launcher looks extremely like, like a, I mean, like a crossbone, crossbow, right? Yeah, it's a weird design. I guess it's because the torpedoes are going to be self-propelled, so you basically just need a weapon that carries it. Which is very funny to me, because it still has, like, a stock like a real gun would have for, like, bracing it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a weird weapon design. Um. Yeah, that's weird. It's got this, it's got, it's also got a handle that, 
Is this designed for... Oh, no, the handle appears to rotate. I was going to say, is this designed for, like, left-handed use? Because the handle is pointing to the right, but you can see that it pivots. So I guess it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, just weird design for a uh, gun. Oh, but um, wait, no, it also has a grip underneath. Has a grip above and underneath well, and a stock. You need to be able to rotate your... <laughs> you need to be able Why? to rotate and fire from any angle. Uh, I don't know. This is this is a strange-looking weapon. I do feel like... like I, I don't actually like this one very much. <laughs> um, at first, I was looking... I was like... The, the way they made the torpedoes, like, it looks like a bunch of beam sabers strapped to it, too. Which is very funny. Yeah, kind of does. I mean, Just listen, if it, fired, if it fired beam sabers, that would be dope. <laughs> that would be very funny. It's like, ah... We know we can ignite a beam saber underwater and that it'll, like, have, like, a shorter range. So clearly we should just use them as projectiles, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so you get a cool aquatic form. Uh, there's also a version of this called the Complete Sensor Unit, which I just want to mention real quick because the only real difference is, if you look at the head, uh, it has gotten a chin guard and the head has expanded its, like, the Mohawk camera area. Uh, yeah, expanded its consciousness it. to, you know, yeah. the performance too. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's what it did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, according to this, though, yeah, uh, the basically the whole reason for the complete sensor unit is to increase its communication area um, and its ability to, like, sense things. Uh, basically, you know, it, it is able to... It is able to better use all the things that, like, you're actually able to use and see, like, radar and whatnot, because, you know, Minovsky particles don't exist in the same way. Um, mm -hmm. And not as cool as if they had just put a radium. Also, apparently, this increases the processing power enough that it needs its own, like, computer, and, like, the OS needs to, like, focus on actually processing all the data. So, honestly, at that point, it has become an EWAC suit, because it's not as suitable for combat, so... Um, Okay, uh, simple variation, the high-speed booster. This is a giant <laughs> optional booster in the vein of, like, I don't know, other giant optional boosters that we've talked about on this show. It is simply a rocket with two rockets on the side of it. It is the most the directly, like, look, we copied the space shuttle, though. Yeah. In a way yeah, no, that I is, find really funny. It's literally just, this is like, ah, we need to make this move a long range. Yeah, this is not, like, you're not using this to, like, get into fight. You're just like, oh, shit, you're at this base. You actually need to be at this other base. Go. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. Oh, right. Okay, it does mention here, by the way, the thing we talked about on the Volframe episode that I spaced on. Yeah, the, the, when it exposes its back connector to connect additional parts, the backpack is lowered onto the back skirt arm. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway, uh. Which explains why it's so fucking weird always. Like I said, it always catches me off guard, though, because it's a weird-looking thing. Alright. Finally, we have, uh... I guess the the fullest of full armor, though. This is... At least it's called full weapon. Which, to be fair, there are some other quote-unquote full armor suits that should be called full weapon. Um... So the full weapon form is, uh... We have added, uh, some eight-tube missile launchers. Or a single one onto the, uh left shoulder uh we have added a uh th three barrel short range guided missile launcher onto the legs uh, uh i guess these are 
I didn't realize these were guided, but I guess that makes sense when you have weird light missiles. Uh, it, when you can do that in C. Um, a Caddis 500... I hate that all these have names, by the way. Like, the leg things are are Pardis. Mm -hmm. The, uh... The recoilless rifle, as it's called, is the Caddis. This is a bazooka. It's a bazooka. In fact, it's very specifically, like, visually evoking the Zaku bazooka. Uh-huh. It, it's, it's, a, it's a bazooka. And it actually has two of those. Uh, should note. Um, and, yeah, so the full armor, or the full weapon mode... Is basically just okay. We have added a bunch of missiles, right? And we have bazookas. That's basically it. Um, it looks it, it's it's cool though. It's a cool weapon set. Um, having like you know, it's no heavy arms, but uh, it'll do. I think mainly just because the actual design of the blue frame itself is already cool. So you're just basically bolting a bunch of weapons onto a, a blue frame. Looks cool. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, I think I think it's a little clumsy, honestly, for a for a full armor look. Well, but it's my right. thought my thought with it is also that this armor can just be purged when it's used. So like theoretically, True. it could open up with firing like the eight barrel missile launcher from the shoulder, right? And then it can just eject it. Same with like the uh, tubes for the missiles on the legs. I I just mean like that stuff looks very like is drawn very generically is all like not oh. like it feels lopsided. I mean like you look at that thing and I'm like oh so you steal that from a fucking mech warrior <laughs> or? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it's 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 a pretty simple full armor setup. Don't worry. We'll we're about to start talking about all these fucking other blue frames and trust hooray. Me, things are gonna get weird real quick. Um. I guess we'll start with the MBF PO3 because this is the one that. Uh, well, no. Which which PO3? Oh Dylan? fuck! Hold on. Yeah, no. I'm trying to see which one would be best. The problem is these both turn into their own blue frames. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say alphabetical. So we're gonna talk we'll about the, the MBF PO3 Second G G uh, uh, Second G Gundam Astray Blue Frame Second G F91 Gundam F91. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so the blue frame Second G. Um, this is actually probably the better one to talk about anyway, because um, the second L is where you get more substantial changes to this. Um, so the second G, what you have done is, well, what, what Guy has done, I should say, is he has given the shoulders a makeover. Instead of just being, like, two plates, basically haphazardly, like, shoved onto them, because they, the normal ones are, like, the bare minimum you would need, right? Mm -hmm. um, instead, he has bolted on some substantial shoulder armor, including giving it a back covering for blocking, like, from, from the back. Um, other changes? Uh, if we go to the thigh armor, the two little bolts uh, that are normally on the front thigh armor have had uh, holsters placed on them for knives, because let me tell you, uh, Guy likes knives. And we will, me too. we will learn this. We will learn this as we go forward. Okay, um, so this is, yeah, that's the main thing it changes is we've added the knives. Um, it can mount short rifles on its arms. I don't know what the short rifles are. I'm trying to see if I can find pictures of those. Okay, I've seen these. Oh, these are cool. Uh, so, you know how, like, the shields can plug into the bottom of the arm? Like, you know, the little plug on the arm. Mm -hmm. uh, what this is is two little guns that basically are, like, little flip-up guns. Oh, that's neat. I like that, actually. That's pretty cool. Um... Okay, you can actually see one of them on the sniper pack as well. Mm -hmm. um, 
which that's the other major change we should talk about. Uh, well, I also want to well, give credit where credit's due. You said he likes knives. Boy, does he ever. Those feet got knives in them. Oh, is this the first? Is this the first instance where we start having the feet knives? Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Oh, actually, I should note, looking at it too, um, the feet have changed a little mm -hmm. as well. They're not quite as flat as they were. Um, presumably, I, I, I am assuming he has given them more height so he can fit the knives in them. <laughs> uh, it <laughs> says they have better jumping power. But also, yes, they have uh, armor schneiders. Our motherfucker is using this in space half the time. That doesn't mean anything. Well, half the time. Sometimes he's using it on, on a, in a colony or something. Better jumping power. <sighs> Sorry, that's a dumb upgrade in my opinion. It is, no. it is a dumb upgrade. I don't disagree. I'd but... rather just go with their longer for foot knives. Um, trying to see real quick, just in case. I'm doing some quick comparisons, but... It's looking like oh, I should note also the chest armor the the it hasn't actually changed, but he changes the colors. He made it so the black has become white, and then the gray parts that are normally like the segments are black. And he got rid of the red from the uh, belly button, I guess. I think it looks really good, button. honestly. It looks good. No, I like this suit. Um, I I do like the blue frame. I, I like the blue frame more than the red frame, personally. Even when there mm. are some things that we're gonna get into that I don't like about some of the blue frames, very soon actually. Um, but yeah, so this is a cool upgrade. This is basically the G even stands for guy, uh, which is funny because, uh, it's, I mean, it's always been his mobile suit, but it's funny to me that he would want to tag it that way, but whatever. Anyway, so the second G, um, does also have a sniper pack. This is an important bit of equipment because this is it's one substantial pack. So mm -hmm. the backpack basically gets a large camera. Is how I would describe that. That looks over the shoulder. Mm -hmm. Sort of like curls up and over. Yep. And then you have the sniper rifle itself, which is carried uh, under the arm, uh, and you know, like just held underneath the uh, armpit. And yeah, it's just a cool long sniper rifle. I like the design of it. It looks rad. Um, and yeah, that's... It also has, uh, upgraded, like, the armor is not just recolored, um, he's installed transphase. Ah, right, transphase shift. Okay, this is so, what I'm So, like transphase shift, for, for those who aren't aware, we talked about on previous episodes, phase shift. We may have talked about transphase on the gold frame, I don't remember. I think on the gold frame had it, yeah. Um, but basically, like, phase shift is like, hey, you, you switch it on when you're ready to go, and it, it does sick armor shit. Transphase is like, um... But, well, it depends on the use. In this instance, it is installed beneath the normal armor, and when it detects the outer armor has been destroyed, it turns this on to save power. Yep. And on the blue frame second, this is only on the uh, around the cockpit. This mm. is basically, this is a very specific, I want to stay alive measure, is what this is. Hmm. Um, which, smart way to use it. Um, also, minor note to talk about, which we rarely talk about these things uh, i guess it depends on our knowledge uh the battery was replaced and it has an improved battery with higher performance and has improved the operating time by 30 percent. wow when's it when's it launching in stores apple <laughs> all right so all right do we, uh, okay so there are two design lineages we just mentioned we mentioned the g and we mentioned the l i guess we're going to continue the g 
Yeah, I think we're, we see this to its conclusion, right? And then we back up. Yeah, this is... Uh, it's just a weird way to talk about it because they're not... In, like. I know. These are introduced in a weird order, but I guess this is the fault of a strain. All right, well, so do we want to talk about the frame D? I next? think we should talk about the frame D next. Okay. So this is actually one of the most recent variants, which is why my brain is like, I don't want to talk about it yet, but I can't. <laughs> and also, I don't want to talk about it for other reasons, but okay. I mentioned Guy Likes Knives. Guy loves knives. He's like, I'm a cool mercenary. You know, I work for Serpent Tail. We like knives. What if I had a mobile suit that was just knives? Knives that were funnels at that. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. this, the, the, the Blue Frame D has a Dragoon system. Because Dragoons are just funnels. Yes. They're, it has they're... ten Dragoons on its body. Uh, its Dragoons are all blades. It can also wield these as, you know, it can wield these as swords. Now, you've got the Sword Dragoons. They are the largest ones. They can function as handheld swords. I believe the Sword Dragoons are... I'm trying to see which ones are which, because here's the thing. They're the There's ones on the waist. Of... They're the one... Okay, those are the two on the waist? Okay. Mm-hmm. They can be used as swords. They are also funnels. Okay. They are two big, garish orange blades. Sensor Dragoons, which are my least favorite, because here's what he has done. He has put knives on his fucking head. <laughs> these are mounted on the head. They are equipped with sensors, so... Oh, these uh, feed information into the head, which is why they're located on the head. These are knives with sensors in them attached to the head. I hate this, and these are also handheld. So if he wants... Guy can reach up to his goddamn head and pull off two knives. He's he's doing well. Also, they're I mean they're dragoons. He doesn't. And they're dragoons, the, so they can be launched like that too. So he's just doing the like the like the what if like you know the, like what if the sensors had knives and then throws his hands in the air like yay. <laughs> I I hate I hate it. Um, stealth dragoons. These are on the top of the shoulder armor. There are four of these actually mm. uh, because there's a pair on either shoulder. Uh, these stealth dragoons have stealth capability because they have mirage colloid, and they can also form a field to bend beams, like some other seed suits are able to do. But they, these dragoons just can do it, so they can turn invisible because mirage colloid, mm-hmm. and they can also just basically act as beam shields and can also be handheld blades, like everything <laughs> else on the suit. Because but, guy wants to make sure he can also hold the swords if necessary. These things. You have funnels that are invisible knives. That's kind of fucked up. Invisible knife funnels that can also be used as invisible shield funnels? <laughs> For some reason. And then finally we have the beam cannon dragoons on the uh, backpack. They have a large central blades and two smaller blades. These are like the biggest handheld swords that it has actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also have beam cannons in them. Hence mm-hmm. the name beam cannon dragoon. Uh, these okay. cannot be used as handheld weaponry, actually. Oh, so, okay. bummer. Well, I guess that's it for blades on this thing. No more blades, no, right? No, because we also have blade guns mounted underneath <laughs> each gun, which has two gun barrels posi- positioned horizontally with a blade stored in between. Each of the gun barrels has its own magazine, and the types of ammunition fired can vary depending on the magazine used. While the blade is detached and held, it, the blade can also be handheld! Because, <laughs> yeah, no, he needs to hold them. He needs to hold them. I need to look at the model of this, actually, because 
it is actually hard to keep straight in my head because there is a master grade of this thing. Um, <laughs> oh, it is God. Hard to, <laughs> it is hard to keep it straight in my head how it is wielding these. And I think it can actually, on the master grade, I swear that there was like a larger set of blades it could combine. Yes, it can combine them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all um, the dragoons can combine into two big, big swords. Yeah, which are the, uh, like, it. Uh, so they can all be used as individual handheld weapons. Does it mention on the wiki that they can be combined? Yes. Oh, it does. Okay. Uh, let me show you this combination, by the way, because it's. it's oh yeah, there's no art of it on here. I would love to see yeah. these uh, <clears throat> simple swords. Okay. So what the me... hell? So the I will say the way he holds them is kind of cool. He holds them under the arm, like you know, like a tonfa. Oh, that is kind of cool. That is a cool way to hold them, but also these look so dumb. Well, I mean, you're just using the one big sword. The other ones are just on there for decoration. Uh, here, by the way, if you want to see like all of these separated, so you can actually see like the, so you can see like the guns, right? The guns are funny because you can actually see they're the ones like you know, uh, mm-hmm. they're on the left and right. They're with all like the extra white pieces and like they obviously attach. Those are so funny because look at the blades on those. <laughs> they're so little. That's like sad. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, guy, we um, have to talk about your knife addiction. <laughs> there's so much happening here; it's ridiculous. I'm trying to figure out which of these is the ones that are on the backpack. Uh, is it the okay? It's those weird triple things. Mm. Okay, I can see like the weird three knife thing. I guess that's a cool shape for blade funnels to have. Is to be like a weird triangle of knives, but I. Guy, we've got to talk about it. <laughs> There's so it's not healthy. Also, the backpack. I should say the the striker system for it. Uh, just a note. So I didn't I didn't really talk about design changes. The reason why is because it doesn't really have as much because a lot of the design changes come as a part of the knives. Like yeah. the shoulders are a little different, but otherwise, like most of the changes are just the knives being armor, and then the backpack, which is a it's like the aisle striker but knife mm-hmm. equipped yeah it's an aisle strike it's an aisle striker that has a bit more detail with knives on it yeah that's it um yeah no guy guy and his fucking knives his again he, who needs a ranged weapon when they're all dragoons though right so they're basically they they fulfill all combat roles well, he does have ranged weapons. He has the beam cannon dragoons. He has the blade guns. You know. He does, but also the fact that they're just dragoons means he can just use the knives anyway. Yes, like, it does. It does. It's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, the, the I am I am glad the blade guns mounted underneath at least aren't also funnels because if they were, I would lose my fucking mind. <laughs> um, because this thing can't all be. It's just normally I like dumb things like that too with funnels, but I, I you know what it is is I just don't like the placement of them and it's specifically i wish the head looked cooler i hate this head with the knives on it honestly with the knives off of it it looks okay but i don't like it i feel like you're having an uh, you what you don't realize is you're having a slight pavlovian response where oh? the positioning of those orange yellowish like dragoons right on the shoulders behind the head there are giving you banshee norn flashbacks fuck maybe that is what it is I will say also all the knives being bright orange and them being all over the suit like this, it makes the color balance feel really weird. It does. To yeah. me, at least. Because the orange feels like it should be an accent color. Like, I 
I could have, I could, I think I could vibe with the orange if these blades, maybe if like the blades had more white in the middle of them and only like the edges were orange, right? Mm -hmm. I think that could work out a little better because there are some knives that are like more or less like that on parts of this. But again, like I said, weird design and yeah, don't worry though. There's still other weird things to talk about. Um, okay, so, uh, the other form of this is the Estray Blue Frame 3rd. This thing sucks. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah, this this thing sucks. That's all I can say about it. Okay, no. I guess going through the design changes, okay. So the head, uh, speaking of bad orange balance, by the way, this is also bad orange balance, the suit. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and they, bad, he, bad blue balance. There's a weird mix of blues, in, anyway. Yeah. yeah, it's like got dark blue and light blue is strange like the frame has become light blue and then there's dark blue armor um so the head we have added a strange kind of gridiron to the chin <laughs> um and the v-fins have popped up completely uh and are also a darker blue than the rest of the suit and the got an orange chin orange orange or not orb circles on the side of the head uh, the torso is the blue frame torso, basically, but again, they've lightened the blue on the frame. <clears throat> the shoulders are kind of blocky nightmares where you've got these big orange pieces hanging on, like, below them that, again, I don't like these oranges. And no. the way that they're hanging over that, I, it doesn't look good for, like, bending the arm, in my opinion. Like, it looks a little weird. It looks like a weird, like, two-tiered shoulder in a way that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the arms, the arms actually have the armaments for this, which include a pair of, uh, I believe these are the, yeah, arm, arm blades is all they're called. Um, basically, you've just got a little thing for them to pop up on the arms. Uh, they also can be used as a shield because fucking Guy Murakumo. Um, the legs are basically the same until you get to the knee, and, like, when, remember how I brought up how, like, nice the knee flowed? Mm-hmm. It doesn't anymore. It even has an unsightly gap, like, where you can see where the original knee, like, you know, made a connection there. And the reason why is because these, these are beam blades concealed in the legs, I believe. Because mm -hmm. it mentions, yeah, the knee armor is foldable. Um, I, mm. I actually want to see this in action because it mentions they can be used to form a pincer-like weapon on the legs, which is strange. Here's, I mean, I understand your curiosity. I don't want to see this in action. <laughs> That's fair. I'm good, actually. Um, the the knees, by the way, I should note. Besides clashing, just because of their design change, also fucking bright orange on the front of the knees that just, like I said, makes the color balance weird. Actually, if you look at the back of the legs, there's also I, I guess that's the pincer, because you can see kind of a blade there. Uh, this this design's a mess. Um, and then the backpack is, has... Um, those beam... Yeah, those are both... Uh, I think those are the two beam rifles it mentions uh, in the thing, right? Yeah. Uh, you can see it uh, if you look on the uh, one additional picture. You can mm. see it has like two short... Like two small beam rifles basically held off the... Uh, it says that they're held off the rear skirt. This is the backpack. Yeah. Wiki. I do like the look right of those there. rifles, though. They look like Destiny guns. They do. Those, those rifles are fine. Um, it, you know what it is? I don't mind a lot of little orange details. It's the big orange details that are throwing me off. Mm -hmm. The big, 
just the big blocks of orange on the shoulders, on the knees. It just, I don't like the way this looks. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also, uh, there is a rocket anchor located, like a small rocket anchor located in those, like, arm blades. Uh, you can see, like, the little white spike, basically, on the sides of them. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. Then those are able to fire it as, like, little rocket anchors. Uh, also um, worth noting, uh, of course, the, the feet knives are back. They're bigger. They just made them longer. Are they? Okay. Not that we get to see it, because, you know. No, of course not. No no art of this thing uh, in, in a place that's easy to find. Not that it matters, because, again, I don't care. I don't, I don't know that this... I don't know that this design could do anything to make me go, like, ah, um, you know, this is a cool... This is something that I'm gonna like now because I've 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 elucidated the details. No, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Eh. Oh wait. Also, the beam rifles have knives in the stocks. Oh, do they? Oh, yep. Yep, they have armor Schneiders stored in the back of them. Okay. Alongside the fact that this also has armor Schneiders on the back, that's like so that I can grab. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guy. Can we not talk about this thing anymore? <laughs> Yeah, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> something more exciting. Something definitely more exciting. Because ne- next is the Blue Frame Second L. And this is one that I like because I love this head redesign. Uh, so this is similar to the second G in a lot of ways. The shoulders are the same. The legs are the same with, you know, even having, like, the two little handles. Or the two little, uh, like, uh, holsters for the knives. Mm-hmm. Uh and then the major changes, though, are first the head. You get a really neat head where this one also adds armor around, like, the chin and stuff, but it looks cooler. And also, uh, something that is not shown here. Let me see if they show it on the page. This does have a fold-down mask. Or a fold-up mask, I should say. Really? Uh-huh. Uh, you can see it on this model here. And you can see it in... Oh, neat. You can see it in um, one of the games. This is uh, Generation of CE. So it does the uh, it does the beautiful Joe thing. It has a fucking mask that pops up. It's so cool. Um, over over like the vents in the chin. Why it has that? I mean, I don't think it needs it, but it looks cool. Um, well, and also with the way the um like the sensor and the V fin have been redesigned, the the Mohawk camera, it almost looks like it has a little like plane parked on top of it. It looks cool. It it does look like a little weird, yeah, like a little weird vehicle thing. It, it is neat. I love the changes to the head, though. And, like, the front of the head is, like, more... The top of the head is more pointy in general. Like, it just ends at a point mm-hmm. in a way. And, you know, that combined with the V-Fang, combined with, like, the Mohawk camera changes, and, like, the little wing... The little winglets added to the top of the Mohawk camera. Just a good look, I think. Um, I, I do like this head change. Uh, the other substantial change, and this is the hard, the, the one that's hard not to notice... Uh, is you look at the backpack, we've got the tactical arms. Um, so what the tactical arms is is, what if you had a flight pack, right? That mm-hmm. has like you know wings like a flight pack, but then also, and especially because those are popular in Seek, but also what if the flight pack's wings were swords? What if they were big swords? Um. Okay. And what if it could fold into a giant sword? And also, what if you had a Gatling gun just down the middle as well? I'm listening. Well, that's what you have here. You have a weird 
Uh, this is designed by Lowe, actually, our good friend who, you know, makes mobile suit-sized katanas. Uh, he, he, he designed the idea of the tactical arms, and the tactical arms are just multifunction weapons where it's like, ah, my backpack can fold into a giant sword, or I can use the two ends of the giant sword and plow those into the ground, or whatever surface I'm on, so that I can have a brace for my Gatling gun in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. This thing rules, uh, I think. I think it's, it's a little silly, but I don't hate it. I mean, here's the thing, though. Uh, you get cool stuff like, one, again, it is able to do, like, the 8th MS team thing, but instead of using a shield, it just uses the sword to, like, you know, hit the ground and, like, have a way of, like, planting itself. Um, the other thing is this. When it's in the sword form, and this... I think this happens in the W animation in a couple of games, but it can stab and then just open it up and then like you know, fire. Oh, oh into like, like like stab a in, pry it open, and then fire the Gatling gun. Yes. Okay, that's right. really sick. You're right. Uh huh. Like if it's a, if it or hell even like a mobile suit if it just jam, like jams open part of it and then fires into it, it's cool. Though of course, generally speaking, if this stabs a mobile suit, it's probably just going to go all the way through because <laughs> this is a big sword yeah low don't make small things no this is a sword that if from handle to tip is about 20 meters long so you know uh yeah uh and it still has like the knives on the feet as well mm-hmm. <laughs> um it actually has well okay here's the thing it has four in the feet because it has them in the heels it also has them in the toes on this. That's true. That's been the truth this whole time. Though. Oh, it has. Have they all had four? Okay, mm-hmm. I thought that some of the early ones only had the two. So okay, they all have four. That's thanks, guy. That's that's guy's idea there. I uh, you know um, don't want to spoil anything, but it is true that he does at one point get a big win with those things. That is true. So I mean, you know, I, it's not like it adds a lot of weight, and I mean, I guess it's not like an awful idea. You know, it's. One of those utility things that sounds very silly, but I guess it can work. Um, For one other little bit of uh, trivia real quick. So we mentioned that mask. That mask actually only has popped up in video games and models. Huh. Um, It never actually pops up in the original like story, which is one of the things that's like kind of interesting uh, about it. Uh, so there's no actual detailing about that mask. Uh, so it may just be an early modeler thought it was cool. And then people who were doing like things for the game were like, oh, that is cool. And then put that in as well. But either way, I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I think it should be able to do that. Um, so the other thing this can do, one other thing. So at this point, you're like, well, this doesn't have optional parts, though. Nor did like the uh, third or the D, right? Because they're basically just complete mobile suits at that point. Well, the second L does have optional parts. We have the Lohengrin launchers. Uh... So, here's what we do. What if we put two halves of a giant gun on the hips? Mm-hmm. And then we slam those guns together to form a big gun. Uh, it has its own ultra-compact nuclear reactor. That it can't use. It can't use normally, <laughs> because there's the end jammer cancelers, yes. So, end jammer cancelers, you, you, you have to be around a mobile suit that actually has, like, a way of, you know... Uh, <sighs> I hate the the sequence of N-Jammer, N-Jammer, Canceler, etc. But anyway, so 
In Seed, we have N-Jammers, which jam nuclear engines. It's why so many mobile suits are battery-powered. But then, of course, you get the N-Jammer Canceller, which allows them to reuse those again. So, basically, this can only be used when hung hanging out with someone with a cool mobile suit with that, because they didn't put that in the blue frame. And what this is is a big positron cannon, big toothpaste boom. It's... I, I like the design of the cannons. They they, say it looks they cool. look cool. I like the idea of it having them on them. The fact that it has a reactor on its waist that doesn't do anything most of the time is... I don't know if yeah. I love it or hate it. <laughs> this is... So because this is optional equipment, to be fair, I'm imagining they only equipped this in a battle where they thought he could use it. That's fair. Right? That's fair. Like, I, I'm, sh I'm sure that this was specifically a... We designed this for use in this scenario, not a guy lugging around these two halves of a gun waiting for the perfect opportunity to use them when, like, Kira or someone ends up on the battlefield. Um, but yeah, and okay. Uh, much like the other blue frame. So here's the thing the blue frame D is actually based on both the second L and the second G along with the blue frame third. Mm -hmm. But. There is also still one more upgrade to talk about. Oh, there's more than one. Uh, well, is there? Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess there, well, there's a sequence of upgrades to talk about. Um, oh, fuck, wait, no. Hmm, I just noticed this was here too. Shit, mm -hmm. I forgot about this thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, where do we want to go first? Do we want to go in alphabetical or do we want to stick with the blue frame theme for now? I'll, I'll trust your judgment. Let's go with the blue frame second revise from now, because the other thing will go in too weird of a path. Okay, um, reasonable. So, the blue frame second L, uh, or second R, sorry, second revise, uh, it's the second L, but with some revisions. Uh, so, the primary changes are, uh, let's see, I'm actually going to look at it just to make sure I see them. And they redesigned the tactical this arms. They, yeah, they did redesign the tactical arms. It's a bit edgier looking now. <laughs> That's basically it, right? It still has the same functions. It has the gallon. Well, but it, and, so... And it has the sword. It has but, it has has new forms. So you've yeah, got... it does have... Got, uh, you've got an alternate sword form. And basically, like, it can do the same thing as it could before with the gatling form and the sword form. But it also has new versions of it where it attaches to the arms and becomes, like, two smaller ones, I think basically yes yeah um so like it can actually undersling the blades on its arm very much like actually well both the blue frame third and the blue frame type d the blue frame second d mm -hmm. trying to remember all these various blue frames because there's a lot of them um yeah so it looks like underslung arm like swords basically are a common running theme with guy um and yeah, the um, so the blades have a slightly different design. The Gatling gun also has a different design. It has become pointy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Gatling guns have gotten become bladed because I'm pretty sure Guy Murakumo cannot imagine the idea of not being able to stab someone with a weapon, whether it is a gun <laughs> or not. Um, this is what it seems like to me, at least, because you know, ridiculous, just utterly ridiculous. Incidentally, this is what the Master Grade uh, that exists is based on. It is more this design. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I like this. Yeah, uh, it's cool. Um, trying to see if there's any armor changes, really. Um, it does mention 
that it stores power packs on its rear skirts, which are often used together with the Gatling form. And also, it can equip the scale system, which is kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Looks um, terrible. It, it, Don't do it. It looks terrible. Yeah, it looks worse. It, it looks like it's just a, a worse version of it. You've gotten rid of the tactical arms, which are like the whole thing with all these, like, you know, blue frame seconds mm -hmm. that, are, that are really cool. Um, but, yeah. It's funny, because they mentioned in a trivia, it's like, it is unknown if the blue frame second revive retains the external connector of the original blue frame. I, it would have to though, because the scale system backpack is—it's a backpack. Yeah, they're um, they're thinking too hard about this, the, the, or yeah, or not hard enough. One of the two. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just notice that there. Um. Anyway, yeah. So the blue frame second R, you've got an upgraded tactical arms, and it's basically mostly just otherwise like you know minor cos. Like I don't even know if there's like any real cosmetic changes. Trying to look at it. Um. But uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that. And then this also gets turned into the Astray Blue Frame 4th, which, what the fuck? Wait, hold on. I actually had not... I don't think I've seen this one. Oh, no, this is the... I know what one this is. This is the one with the funny armor. <laughs> yes, it is the oh, one with no. the funny... This is this is the... Um, okay, so you evolved your... your, <laughs> your okay. You so evolved just... your Weedle Blue Frame... <laughs> to level 10 and now it's a cocoon or uh yeah it'd be metapod excuse me no it is i said uh, weedle it would be cocoon you said weedle it would be cocoon damn uh damn so it. real quick real quick uh so first let's talk about the head they've changed the head a little bit more again um did they put yeah they put large vulcans on the head look at the size of those oh jeez, those are yeah those are high caliber huh yeah so they have removed the like some of the v-fin though it does have a single like i think that's a single horn basically coming off the side is there... um, and it has a large vulcan it's a single large vulcan by the way there's no vulcan on that other side oh because the horn is on the other side instead yes uh so yeah it has a single large vulcan uh we have gone back a little like it has the regular this is more like the coloration and everything is still like all, all the ones we've seen it's still got like the holsters the shoulders have reverted back to like the uh blue frame second g um like back into like the that or not even the second g just like the blue frame original it's just like that original shoulder armor mm -hmm. um it does have those like little pop-up guns uh on the wrists uh and then it has for the high speed form it has a big backpack just an absolutely gigantic fucking backpack yeah i mean this is seed so you know so the high speed mode well, let's talk about what this is. This is called the full armor face shift. That's actually what this equipment is. Is the full armor face shift. Which is shortened to FAP. <laughs> Don't do that. The FAP system. I'm this is what they call it. I'm not no, no I'm not just, yelling at you. <laughs> yeah, no, this is the FAP system. Uh and so yeah, it has a high speed mode, which is like, ah, uh, I'm a cool weird backpack. And then it also has the full armored mode so you have full armor fat mode which is where this is, it wears the backpack as like a little coat and it turns into a little penguin this is where no talk to me i angie <laughs> <laughs> um oh should note also on the backpack there uh we do have a pair of laser cannons i'm sorry to sound like fucking war from that one episode <laughs> sir they're, they've locked onto us with lasers but i'm not used to saying the phrase laser in 
gun. It's weird. Yeah. I'm betting that they when they fire instead of lasers, they're just beams, is my bet. But anyway. Uh besides the lasers, <laughs> yeah, when it's in full armor, when it's in the full armored mode, uh it, like I said, th- basically that whole backpack, which was originally a high speed like bunch of vents, wraps around the body in such a way that, yeah, it's like a coat. And the fact that like it even it it gets like a little head shape even Mm -hmm. and like in the way it has the yellow at the front of it this looks like a penguin to me a penguin wielding two little tiny pistols um i do see it it does have like the yellow at the end that kind of looks like a beak i don't know i just i just think of it as as the gundam in a snuggie but it it is also just a snuggie yeah no the (laughs) faf armor is a snuggie uh i like the the trading card art of it uh where it is Mm -hmm. just doing the dynamis pose it it is in fact just doing the dynamis pose yeah god it, it it really does have that vibe especially just because it's like ah i'm wearing a coat and i have two little pistols sticking out what a weird form i don't I, understand i i, I kind of i think i kind of like it actually like it's dumb but it wraps around to being really funny and i think i appreciate it for that like if this existed as a model kit i think i would get it that's that's just be- fair i mean like it i would not i would have it in its full armor mode i wouldn't have it in a high speed mode because I look at it, it's like you said. It's, don't talk to me. I mean, <laughs> it does. It does. And I do like that the 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 canon reason why this happened. It's because they're like, hey, we need you to get really close to the sun, <laughs> like really close. Don't worry, we gave you a coat. <laughs> we gave you the fap. This fap will allow you to get close to the sun. I, I'm sorry, I'm a 12 year old, but also the, the it is called fap in universe, and I'm sorry, I can't. Like, like, you look at things where they're talking about it, and sometimes they spell out, you know, full armor face shift, and then sometimes they just put F-A-P, and it's like, okay, cool, that's the fap. You, you tell me if I have to cut this joke from the episode, but you look at this face, <laughs> this is what no pussy does to a Gundam. <laughs> Alright, alright, you know what, uh, well, time to move into the other weird direction, uh, because I think we've gotten all we can out of this one, uh, I don't have to cut the joke, yes! I'm not gonna make you, you, you do your own damage, um, alright, the other thing this turns into, and this is, like, something that in my head was always related to the red frame, but it's not, as it turns out, is the MBF 2 vv Gundam Astray turn red. We've gone from blue to red. <sighs> okay. The turn red is mostly a basic Astray. It doesn't have, like, the additions of the blue frames, like, second. This is usually, this is just, like, the base Astray parts, right? Um, other than the head, which has a fancy V-frame. Uh, the colors are weird. The frame is white, and the armor is red, and then you have some black detail armor on the, uh, feet and the uh chest mm-hmm. what this also possesses is a backpack with a little row of boosters at the bottom and also in terms of weapons it has like the stray red frame shield it has you know it can use the red frame backpack and use those beam sabers and it has the vulcans and it has the beam rifle no one cares about any of that bullshit because this motherfucker is dual wielding fucking tactical arms. Yep. It's the 
essentially the same ones as this blue frame second L, it says. Adopts all the original functions and capabilities. Uh, apparently, though, he can also... Uh, in flight form, they're mounted vertically on each side. Apparently, they can adopt an odd shape to be used as boomerangs, which, given that these are the same ones, I guess no one realized these could be used as boomerangs, question mark, until uh, Valerio Valeri, the pilot, uh, which that's a hell of a name, uh, what the fuck? This thing is so dumb. I'm sorry. This has gone. This is beyond the pale. This is too much. I don't like it having the dual tactical arms, and that's a big part of its design. So it's hard for me to say, but it's but the I'm only going to unique say, thing. Look at the color of that thing. The color it is looks so weird. cool. Yeah, and then it dual wields <laughs> giant swords with gatlings. It's true. It's very, it's very dumb. But the white, the white frame with red armor on that looks so cool. It does look cool, uh, but again, it's hard to reckon with the the two swords on its back that are like almost always there. Um, also, uh, special equipment and features: the it has the trio system, which I guess because the turn red, the Hyperion GR and Hyperion GL all work together in battle. It is a copy of the Destiny Impulse Gundam R's buddy system. There is so much happening. <laughs> um, also, the eighty because see. Uh, the Red Frame had a combat AI called the 8. But this is a better 8, so it's the 80. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, yeah. This, you know... This exists. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I know, but I do want to see an Astray Turn Red variant with just a different weapon loadout. I would be into that because yeah. this core design just really resonates with me. That's fair. Um, the th apparently, the reason it's called the Turn Red, by the way, is it's 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 a reverse of the Astray Red Frame uh, color scheme, like in terms mm. of the blocking. Well, also because like also because also because you, you took white. a blue frame and you turned it red. Turn it red. This is yeah. not bad. Um. Well, okay. So here's the thing. The turn red was apparently just created by the guy. It uses some astray noir spare parts, and the body color is a reverse of the astray red frame. I think the reason it has the relation to the astray L is because he inexplicably ends up with two of these tactical arms as well. Mm, I see. I don't understand the story. I, d look, I, I I used to be very like, oh, astray seems like it's pretty cool, and then and then I saw later astray things, I'm like, Hmm, Astray seems like it's really dumb. I think Astray seems like it probably is pretty stupid to read, but I think some designs of it are pretty cool before they lost their minds. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's about where I sit. And lose their minds they did. Don't worry, we'll talk about other examples of that in the future, I'm sure. I mean, we technically could keep going, but I'm, I'm ready to call well, it. Well, we could keep going, but the thing that we could keep going with is, here's the thing. I think there's a more appropriate suit to link into that one. Do you? Interesting. Uh, well, I'll, I'll hear your argument well, for that at the time. Okay, real quick. You can cut it if you want, but uh, the Astray Noir, right? No, I was thinking about the Mirage. What's the Mirage? Which one's the, the Mirage? The Astray Mirage frame? Oh, the Mirage frame. Why, why the Mirage frame, though? Because it's developed from the Blue Third. Oh, oh it is. 
<laughs> but we, you know, it has enough variance. It can literally it be its variance. own. We its would own talk episode. about that. It's yeah, fine. That'll be its own. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I had to check because see, at first I was thinking you were talking about the Astray Nor, but I was like, wait, no, the Astray Nor. We could do the Striking Warriors. Yeah. And all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So I think we will end there. Yes. Uh, that's that's good for now. Um, the world of Astray. You know, listen. We've only rolled three. Uh, like suits from uh from uh, from seed now and they've been the strike and two astrays uh there are a lot of astrays out there um but we don't want to astray from the path through my dylan where can people find you on the internet you can find me at lilpolyrobot on twitter.com i like to eat video games and i talk about robots that's me okay <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sixdetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can find my work at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. And if you want to dunk on the Estrays, feel free, but the payment will be made with your lives. This guy says that at one point. Of course he does. <laughs> it sounds like something guy would say. Peace. He doesn't say the part about making fun of the astrays, though. That's not true. <laughs>